Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. Well, we are on episode 103 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast, and thank you for following along. And as we've gotten beyond 100, I found out quite a few people that are listening. So it's really uh-huh. cool that they're out there and they're listening and, and supporting us and getting the word out. And Will so, they stay with us until 200? That's the question. That would be amazing. Another mm-hmm. That'd be pretty much another two years, which would be kind of really cool. We're so. going to run out of stuff to talk about, Trey. <laughs> Brother, we got the whole Bible. Got the whole Bible. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll do it. But we'll make it happen. But uh, anyways, you listen to the podcast today. Do like a lot of our listeners are already doing by posting on Facebook, Twitter, text, letting their friends know, telling them in Life Connection Groups, Sunday schools, wherever you are, uh, to come be a part of uh, Connecting Faith to Life. And it just helps us to be able, you are the one that is the link that helps us stretch our reach. So that's important that you do that. And it makes a difference every single day that you do that. All right. Well, we are uh, rapidly approaching July the 4th. Now, the cool thing is, is we do our big fireworks display. Just just, had it. Yeah, we just had it. And it was, it was, it was marvelous. You tired? I'm not. I'm, I'm fine. Not. I'm fine. I, Man, I, feel I good fell on my scooter and busted my ankle up, but other than that. And the celebration, did you really? Yeah, there was a mud hole that I didn't know that somebody mm. had made with the water. And when my scooter went through that, I'd been riding through all yeah. day. It just. We were worried about that because it was a really wet week last week. Yeah, so anyway, I'm, but I'm fine. It, okay. It didn't, it didn't well, hurt we, me. We, we had our celebration this past mm-hmm. night and now we're in the midst of vacation Bible school. I, did, how, why did we decide that? I think it, actually, I know it's tough. I don't but, remember making that decision in staff meeting, but obviously we did. <laughs> I just think it worked well to just bring them on it, in. It we, does. Uh, it, it really it, is not a bad idea because you have oh, you start with minimum on Sunday night and, and you register more kids because they're there for the fourth event. And, but man, I, I tell you, I went home last night when my wife is out of town. So oh, I've had I know. A that's got to be that's got to be brutal. It, it, it's, it's been it's been it's been good. The boys, we've had a great week, but man, it's, it's wore me slap out trying to do everything around here trying to. Uh, if you're if you're listening and you were a single parent listening, man, you're awesome. Mm. You are awesome. And what you're doing, praise the Lord for you. There's it, a special place in the is, heart of it, God it, for it single is, parents. It is tough. And so I mean, I, we got home last night from vacation Bible school. I, I as soon as the boys went to sleep, I passed out. <laughs> man, I was tired. I was tired. I got my second wind. I watched a murder mystery till about eleven thirty. So anyway, well, that's a good way to end the night watching a murder mystery. I don't ever, I don't ever have bad dreams or anything. So anyway, <laughs> All right, it's like Poirot stuff. I mean, this is not Who? weird. You know, Poirot and Agatha Christie. And oh, okay, okay. All those, about those fancy the words tame, you know what talking about. The tame stuff. Tame I don't stuff. watch. I don't watch any of the weird. Okay, okay. I got to see him murdered stuff. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, anyway, so this uh, week we want to talk a little bit about the 4th of July celebration that our nation does every single year and has for, what is it, 200, almost 240 years now. You're the math guy, not me. Yeah, well, anyway, somewhere around 240 years. And, and, uh, you know, how does a Christian work with all that? You know, we, we are citizens of another kingdom. 
Right. We know that. And all those things working together. And then, you know, we have to question sometimes, are we doing the right things yeah. when we're talking about our own nation and politics and all those things? Yeah. So um, this is going to be a great conversation. Yeah. I think. You wouldn't think that this is a divisive issue, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you, you there, there are... Uh, really a couple ends of the spectrum is when you think about church life, you think about Trey and you've probably been, been to, or been a part of, or mm-hmm. seen churches that really make a big deal out of the 4th oh, of my July. Head. Yes. I you have, know? I've I mean, seen I the we, color guard and the flags and yeah. everybody stand and say pledge of allegiance. And I mean, yeah. it's a, I mean, obviously we kind of make a big deal of it around here. We have a massive right. firework celebration. <laughs> yeah, we do. Which is interesting. You know, you, we have that firework celebration and, and this year, if you're listening and you were here, you, you experienced it. We had a ton of people. I mean, mm-hmm. every year it just wow. seems to grow. We have more and more people that come, and our front lawn is full. Up and down the streets, it's full of people. It was I mean, amazing. It's, it's amazing the number of people that come. It really is. And, and, and we had a lot of people that came this year for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And we talked it up pretty big beforehand, like in the weeks <laughs> preceding it. Man, I just tell you, I just tell people it's going to be the best show you've ever seen. And, and they really, and they nobody hear believes you. it. Nobody yeah. believes it. Well, they hear you and they say, yeah, maybe to you, but I've seen big. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's a church fireworks show. So nobody comes expecting a church fireworks show to be that good. You know, I always say it's kind of like somebody's going to shoot up a couple of bottle rockets and a couple of Roman candles and yeah, say, yeah. wasn't that great? Right, right. And so the couple that sat behind us um, on Sunday evening, it was their first time coming mm. to the fireworks celebration. And, um, and you know, they, they come every Sunday and we had talked it up and they, they came. And and um, after, after the fireworks show, I said, well, did it live up to the hype? Was it everything I told you it was going to be? And they said, the only show we've seen that was better than that was at Disney World. Gracious peace. So, yeah, I mean, well, it really we, is a big deal. The guy that heads it up is a Disney uh, Well, and I think aficionado. if Disney were to call him up and offer him a job, we would lose him and we'd have to find someone uh, else to do our work show. Oh, now, he has he has trained some people under He has trained. I, yeah. oh, we'd be fine. We'd be fine. But, yeah, I think that would be his dream job. We go and oh, I'm sure it would be, yeah. Disney. It'd be sure. my dream job, too. I don't even know anything about fireworks, but I'd take that job, too. <laughs> this got to be a pretty good job, right? But yeah. all I say, I mean, so, yeah, here at Northwood, we do celebrate the 4th. We um, have our fireworks celebration. But 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 what's the, the place inside of a mm-hmm. Sunday morning worship service, for example? I think for some churches, that's what they struggle with is yeah. is on the fourth and this this year it is know, on, the is fourth. on the fourth yeah, yeah. Right? and so you know uh, some churches will like you say they'll parade the flags in and and all those kinds of things and um but you think about it trey kind of kind of my perspective on the fourth of july and how we should celebrate it is what we've done we took an, an evening and we had a lot of fun together mm-hmm. and we had some fireworks but on sunday morning for me the sunday morning worship service uh, that 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 exists as a reminder to us that we are a part of a different nation yeah we're part yeah. of the kingdom of God. That doesn't mean we don't celebrate. And what we do at Northwood, we'll take time because of course you know, we, we, we uh, man, and, and, and we'll talk about this as we go on, but just the, the older I get mm. the and the more I travel, the more I do appreciate mm-hmm. my country. And here at Northwood, we have a lot of people who've served our country. And so we'll take time to uh, pray for our country, pray mm. for our veterans, pray for our active servicemen. We'll, we'll recognize them on, on the 4th of July. Uh, but we, we, but we continue on in our service, honoring Jesus Christ. Amen. We, we gathered to honor the Lord. And so we'll continue on in our expository series through Genesis and all those kinds of things. I mean, it is a special day. We want to take time to pray for our country and recognize those that serve our country and, and, and all those things. But man, you think about, um, the, 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 the reason why we gather is to worship Jesus. And so we don't want to lose sight of that. And I do want to say you are also very good when we have memorial, uh, 
Memorial Day, you always mention uh, those who've given their lives for our country and we pray for the families and then the same, of course. And I think uh, we need it. I think there's a place for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course there is. But, 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 you know, honoring our country as much as we love our country, honoring our country, I don't think should be the centerpiece Mm, of what we do on Sunday mornings. The centerpiece is the honoring of Jesus Christ. Always is. Always So just making sure we we honor our country in the right context Mm -hmm. and in the right way. So, and so that really is, you'll have some churches say, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. Because we don't want to do, do anything that might distract us from the main reason, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to pray for our country. We're not going to pray for, or we're not going to do anything that might be, might give the appearance of a patriotism, mm-hmm. right? Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you'll have, you'll have some churches that do everything. They go all they, out. They go all out and they'll bring in a guest speaker that might not even know Jesus, but is a real patriot or whatever the case may be. I mean, that, that happens all the time. I, I saw one where they literally had the guys coming from the ceiling doing rappelling and everything, coming down out of the ceiling on, on July 4th. What's that got to do with the 4th of July? It was it was military guys. Oh. You know, they were rappelling out of the ceiling. Well, that would be fun. I, I mean, it, that. it was incredible. I, yeah, that, it was a large church in Tennessee. You probably okay. know which one. But yeah, anyway, well, I, um, it was amazing. Some rappellers in here. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> it was kind of cool. You weren't expecting it. And, uh, anyway, huh. kind of neat. Huh. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so you have all the all the different uh, ways of celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just think, we think about the church, and, and we're gonna get in these these the four ways that we can um, celebrate the United States. Mm-hmm. But but you think about just the church and some of the things we do around the fourth, and and what should we do? What should we do? But but even as believers, you know, I mean, um, the Fourth of July isn't a Christian holiday. Mm-hmm. It's not Christmas. It's not Easter. So what do we do with it? I mean, how how do we best celebrate this nation? Knowing that, again, we're not citizens of this nation. We're citizens of another kingdom. And it's something we probably don't think about a lot. And Well, what's interesting, we living, having lived in Swaziland, uh, I remember the first 4th of July there. Mm-hmm. And I looked at everybody I said, and because we're one of the yeah. few Americans there. And we said, what are y'all doing for the 4th? And they said, <laughs> the uh, <who>? going to work. Because <laughs> right. we associate Independence Day and 4th yeah. of July. Those yeah. are synonyms. Over there, it's yeah. not. I said, oh, in America, that's Independence Day. And you go through the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. they don't, you know, of course, in Swaziland, they could care less. <laughs> so, right. you know, it, it, but around the around Jesus, you know, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Pastor, let's talk about this. Four ways that we should celebrate or can celebrate celebrate our country and the first is we celebrate with thanksgiving yeah obviously we we need to celebrate with thanksgiving that that if you are a citizen of the united states of america mm-hmm. um you you're you're blessed amen you you really really are and just being thankful for that blessing now now with that said we understand that for us as followers of jesus no matter where you live united states of america or another country if you find yourself blessed, which we all are blessed in America, we're blessed in unique ways. But if you're a follower of Jesus, you're blessed. If you're blessed, you're always blessed to be a blessing. Amen. So with this, with this freedom that we have, uh, as United States citizens, it, it does give us this unique opportunity to be a blessing in, in very unique ways, uh, especially for the sake of the gospel. We have the freedom to Amen. share the gospel here openly and publicly without the fear of persecution. Well, I say that, I mean, we're obviously we're seeing more and more of that begin to take place in our nation, but, but still historically we've had this freedom of religion that mm-hmm. we are able to assemble together without the fear of the government shutting us down and all those things. We should be very thankful for that and give praise to God for that. And, it, and it's okay to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. It's okay to celebrate that freedoms uh, that, that our nation gives us to assemble 
as the people of God and and worship Him. And so, and just to be thankful that you know, just as our our founding fathers, you know, as they uh, laid the foundation for this country, and and just the the thought that that every one of us have the opportunity, you know, to pursue life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Those are big things that we should be very very thankful for. We're we don't live in a nation where you know the goal of the government mm-hmm. is to oppress the people, yeah, yeah. you know, the goal of the government is, to, or should be to help the people. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so, uh, to, to pursue life, liberty and, and happiness. And so we should be very thankful for those things. And sometimes I, I think we, I mean, it's just a tendency of people, right? We, we, we aren't as thankful for yeah. what we have as what we should be, you know? Well, when you've lived overseas, I can tell you when you get back, yeah, you do want to kiss the ground. Yeah. I tell you, man, I'm I remember, telling you. Uh, I remember just, um, because you, you've traveled pretty extensively. I've traveled pretty extensively. And I, I've been in some countries that uh, have been historically communistic, right? Mm. China is mm-hmm. communist. And yeah. I've been to China a number of times. And I've, I've been to Russia quite a bit. I haven't been As in a few years, I. but yeah. I've been to Russia quite a bit, you know, probably 10, 11 times. And I remember, you know, one one time we went to Russia and um, it might have been the first time. I don't remember. So long story short, um, on this particular trip, we flew Delta Airlines mm-hmm. to, to, to Russia. Um, when, we, when we got to Moscow, we got on the Russian carrier, which is called Aeroflot. 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 Been there, done yeah, that. Some call it Aeroflop. Yeah, that's It doesn't right. have the best safety record. We had uh, chickens and goats in ours. Did you beat us? Uh, no, but but I did fly on, um, this, is an, this is an aside, but I flew on one of their planes. It was a Tupelo 134. It was a Russian-made plane. Mm. It had paneling. Wood paneling in an airplane. Like, what, what paneling in an airplane? How old is this thing? Oh, my God. Wood paneling in an airplane. It was wild. Uh, anyway, so, so we. More we, fuel for the fire if it yeah, crashes, yeah, yeah. you know? I, I guess, man. So we, we have flown a good bit on Aeroflot from New York. So we take this long flight on Aeroflot, the Russian carrier, all the way. But for this year, we, we, we got, and I'll get to the point of the story in a minute. Just give me some time. Sure, so brother. we got, we got on, on Delta and flew to um, Moscow and on Moscow changed to Aeroflot and flew down to Volgograd, the city we were in. And I remember just being in Volgograd and, and the, you know, Russia, they, they, they you know, communism fell mm-hmm. kind of. You know, the government in, in a lot of ways is still oppressive and, and all those kinds yeah, of things. I think and, it is. And, and while there is religious freedom in a sense in Russia, it, it doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And so we, we would travel in these villages. We were doing musical concerts. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to go into different, with the missionary, going into the, these different, um, for lack of better terms, um, uh, these kind of city council buildings where we would meet. It wasn't really a mayor. They, they didn't call him the mayor, but something like that, you know. And we would have these conversations about these concerts we were going to have, and you know, and and um, which was cool because I got to share the gospel yeah. with these, you know, officials. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had the power to say, "Yep, you can do it," or "No, you can't." Mm-hmm. And so it was you, you just. It wasn't like here. We just if we want to do something, we just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there you had to get all this special permission if you're doing anything religious, and it, it was just a. Man, and then and then just being in that culture where um, I was, I, I met with a, a gentleman was sharing the gospel with him, and he he wildest thing ever. He accused me of being a an American spy. Oh my gosh! Like, do I look like a spy? I mean, seriously, me a spy? I mean, oh, I mean, I'm 140 pounds soaking soaking wet. I mean, I, what, what, come on now, really? <laughs> but that's why. See, you don't uh, maybe, look like I just, a spy. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, so 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 I remember just just on that trip in particular, just the heaviness of being a part of this culture where things are so different mm-hmm. and, and there's not the freedom in the sense that we experience it here. Mm-hmm. 
I carried that heaviness the whole time we were there and just kind of thinking about these believers and what they go through. I mean, these were a lot of the believers we worked with were Baptist believers and they, they really, in a lot of ways felt like, or the, not, they didn't feel like, but the, uh, the unbelievers felt like these Baptist believers were a part of a cult. And so mm. you had this just really weird mindset and just the oppression that they experienced. I mean, they had the freedom to worship, if you will, but still feel, felt all this oppression because of their identity in Jesus and what that meant in their culture. And, and so, man, I, I remember being there and feeling the weight of that time mm-hmm. there and then going back to the airport in Volgograd, getting on that plane, that Aeroflot airline plane, flying to Moscow. And then I wasn't even in America yet. Oh, wow. But I remember getting on board a Delta Airlines plane in Moscow. Mm. A Del- I was still on the ground in Moscow. But as soon as I walked on that Delta airline plane, I felt like I was home. It is a sense of relief, is it not? It was it's just like wild. you go, oh. I mean, I sat I mean, down. Just, it was just, I mean, I was still on the ground in Moscow, mm-hmm. but just being in that Delta mm-hmm. airline plane, that American-owned plane, mm-hmm. then when I was going to America, I was like, oh, man, thank, praise the Lord, you know? Yeah. But just, again, just just you, you, you're in those kinds of contexts where you're experiencing, and, and you know, and China's a, a bear too. It's a, a you just a wild place oh, yeah. there, and then you know, experiencing there just uh, just a, a taste of what those experience believers experience in every day. And mm-hmm. some of people have heard my stories of you know having uh, being shoved in closets and all those kind of things because the authorities were coming and sure. I want to get found out and having to hide over here and hide over there. I mean, it's crazy, you know. And and just coming back and being okay. Phew. I'm home, you know? And so just those experiences for me have, have made me extremely thankful mm. that I, I get to live and minister in a nation Amen. where, where I, I know we don't, we're not perfect. We have our problems just like everybody else, but man, just the blessings of liberty Amen. that a lot of believers around our world do not have. And again, you know, um, I believe that, that, that God has given us these blessings as Americans so that we can be a blessing. That's and so exactly not wasting right. these blessings, not wasting these freedoms. And so, so using these freedoms for the sake of the gospel, but, but with the mindset, man, you know, praise God for, for, for who, who knows the reason why it's, it's for, for, you know, his sovereign will that mm-hmm. he's allowed us to live in this nation, take advantage of it. You know, I think, be I think and take advantage. I think it's Galatians. that says it is for freedom yeah. that you have been set yeah. free. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the idea, you know, the freedom yeah. that we find in Christ, we want to bring that everywhere. Yeah. 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 We'll All talk right. more about that in a minute. Yeah. I like that verse. We'll jump, we'll jump into number two here. We, uh, we celebrate with Thanksgiving. We also celebrate with realism because yeah. this is a nation with fallen people. And I know that we don't yeah. want to hear that, but it's true. Even our founders and everyone else. Absolutely. And, and just keeping that in mind, right? I think so- sometimes there is this, this temptation to think America is the second Israel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by that, Trey? I do you, you know. You go back and you read the Old Testament and, and Israel is God's chosen people to be a light to the mm-hmm. world. Right. Right. And then you get to America and we have this, well, that sounds like America. Mm -hmm. We're God's chosen nation to be a light to the world. And again, America is a unique nation. We have uh, these unique freedoms and and, and obviously we want to celebrate those freedoms and use those freedoms. But we are not biblical Israel. No. Right. Um, And and biblical Israel was far from perfect, too. I'm in the middle of the Chronicles yeah, right yeah. now, so, so I'm reading about it. We understand that. There, yeah. there's, there's no nation on the face of the planet is perfect. Every nation is full of sinful mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. right? And so so with sinful people come sinful issues. And and here we are, and, and for some of us, um, you know, as we've gone through the COVID-19 pandemic and, 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 and not only that, but just all the things that have happened in the past year or so, mm-hmm. we've seen culture, right? Now, you've heard it said probably, Trey, by, by different 
analysts who've kind of analyzed and thought philosophically about what's taken place for the last year or so that, that our culture has progressed mm. by about 10 years in one year. Wow. Right. Just, right. Uh, you know, the, 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 the moral decline has continued. Some of the, um, the, some issues have become more prevalent. You mm-hmm. think about, um, 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 some of the social issues, LGBTQ and all those things are just the, the, the CRT, which we had a long episode yeah, about last right, week. I mean, right. th- these issues have just really fast forwarded over the last year or so. And, and it's caused a lot of angst in our, our society. And for those of us as Christians, it's, 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 it's been a tough year, you know? And so we're, we are uh, becoming more and more aware that man, America really is a, a, um, a fallen nation that, 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 and we have to be realistic about that, that yeah. while we have some great things going for us, America is not a perfect nation. It is, it is a, it is a fallen nation mm. in desperate need of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Christians, we're losing the cultural war. I mean, that's, that's yeah. obvious, you know? And so it's not a perfect place. Well, you know, I think of uh, COVID and what we went through and the COVID-19 crisis. And, you know, it's just it's just a prime example of we are not insulated. No. You know, that disease came and, and got us. Yeah. But let me tell you, we're not insulated from the rest of the world. We're not insulated from sin. We're not insulated from uh, other things that we somehow think that, oh, we're America. We're just insulated yeah, from all that. Absolutely. And it's just not, especially on a spiritual level. Yeah. I say, so, so here's the temptation, right? I yes. think, and I think this is this is what happens with... Um, well, this is what happens. We have, there's the temptation is to idolize mm, America. That's the word. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the word. Uh, when we just can't. America itself becomes the golden calf. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. The concept of America. And just need to keep that. What When we when we have our uh, days of celebration, like the 4th of July, mm-hmm. it should be with a heart of thanksgiving. Amen. But Amen. also in a sense, now think about this, Trina. I don't think we think about this very much. Mm. We should celebrate. We should be very thankful. All those things, hard thanksgiving. But at the same time, on our days of celebration, we should also celebrate, in a sense, with a broken heart. Amen. Knowing I agree. that there's much work to be done here for the sake of the gospel. I agree. You know, and we're we're not just losing the cultural battle. I mean, we're losing we're losing a, a numbers rapidly, especially when it comes to how many Christians per what we what we would consider born again Christians. Yeah, we're we're losing the cultural battle. We're losing the generational battle. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, uh, just we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, teenagers and college students and, and children come to faith in Christ like we might have in the 50s or 60s or 70s, right? Because we don't have parents that are investing the gospel into their kids. And so you just think about, man, if, if, if we don't pray for our nation mm. and, and if we don't do the work of the kingdom in our nation, what the next 20 or 30 years might look like. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so there's a lot to be hopeful for, but, but at the same time, I think, you know, every time we think about our nation, it's, a, it's a, a time to pause and think about, okay, what do we need to do as followers of Jesus? Which leads us right into our next point. Amen. Number number three is this. When we celebrate America, we do it with a kingdom focus. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the deal. We already said it. You think about um, uh, um, Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, where Paul tells us that, man, I'm not a citizen of this earth. Yes. I'm a citizen of yes. the kingdom of heaven. And so this idea we have dual citizenship. Who, by the way, was he was a Roman citizen. He was a Roman Let's citizen. And he was, yeah. he was imprisoned, mm-hmm. right, uh, when he um, wrote Philippians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so he, you know, he, yeah, a lot going on there. But anyway, yeah. he, he said, listen, I, my citizenship, it lies in heaven. And mm-hmm. so for us as well, we're citizens of this nation. Praise God that we ha- live in this wonderful country. But Man, our, our real freedom is not in America. Our freedom is found in Christ. You mm-hmm. just mentioned Galatians six a moment ago, and I would say, I would say, okay, you you consider um, someone who is a follower of Jesus yeah. in a communist nation like China, or in a um, you know a nation like North Korea, uh, where the most 
persecuted country in the world mm-hmm. for followers of Jesus, North oh, yeah. Korea. By and far. then you, so you consider it maybe that person who's a follower of Jesus in the most persecuted country in the world for believers. And then you consider a lost person, right, who lives right here in North Charleston, South Carolina. Mm. We would say that the believer who lives in a persecuted nation in North Korea, he is far more free than the person who lives in North Charleston, South Carolina, who does not know Jesus. Because our ultimate freedom is found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so we've we've got to keep that in mind. We've got to remember political freedom does not equal spiritual freedom. And 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 we think it does so often. It's just not the case. And just remembering, you think about celebrating the 4th of July with a kingdom focus Mm -hmm. and just reminding ourselves that, that, our ultimate calling is not to be politicians mm. or, you know, social justice warriors or where the case may be. Um, our primary calling is to be missionaries, Amen. to live out the Great Commission, to make Christ known. And so it's, 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 it's having that kingdom focus that I, I, I am blessed to be a part of this nation. And with that blessing comes uh, some responsibility to make Christ known yeah. to the best of my ability. And so just... Just remembering where your allegiance really lies. Mm-hmm. It, it is it is good to stand and pledge allegiance to the flag. Mm-hmm. It's even better, right, to pledge allegiance to your Lord and Savior Jesus Amen. Christ. You know, and and you know, typically, and we've seen this through COVID. Uh, there have been times it's gotten tough for the church. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've had uh, pastors go to jail. We've yeah. had all kind of crazy things go. So when that happens in our own country, yeah. you know, there are times that we have to say, okay, this yeah. far, no further. And yeah. that's why yeah. these guys went to jail. Yeah, you think about Peter, right? In, in first Peter chapter four, yeah. um, you know, Peter writes, don't be surprised. Mm. Don't be surprised when the fiery ordeals come because they're coming. Mm-hmm. We have we have gone through what over uh, two hundred years in United States of America of enjoying a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. and and I hope and pray that for the next two hundred years yeah. that we continue to enjoy um, you know freedom of religion and all these these freedom of speech, all these things that we hold dear. Mm-hmm. But you never know. You don't. You never know, and if things change. You know, we, we have to be willing to take our stand on the truth of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, live for his kingdom alone, and and not be surprised. That's right. If things do change, don't be surprised. The word of God tells us that, that you know, uh, those fiery days are coming. But stand, stand firm on the gospel because that's where your citizenship lies. Your citizenship lies in heaven, not on this earth. You know, and, and I know grandparents mean well, but they say things to me like, I'm praying for my children and my grandchildren that they will somehow be safe from all this we pray for our children and grandchildren to be strong in the yeah, faith. Yeah, yeah. And if that means persecution, yeah. that means persecution, you know. Absolutely. Uh, we got to really Absolutely. revamp the way we think about things. Absolutely. Um, um, you know, we were just at the Southern Baptist Convention. We talked about some mm. uh, churches being started, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and what God's doing there. Yeah. And a lot of the churches that are being started are ethnic churches, which yeah, makes you a think big about, difference. Right, right, right. You think about, you know, just... Um, be realistic about our nation, that there are problems. But the good thing is, is that in our nation, even as we, we see some of these uh, cultural changes, mm-hmm. God's still at work. We talk Amen. about at the SBC, you know, how, how over the past decade, you know, we have all these new churches that are starting. And, and from the SBC, uh, 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 let's just be honest, a denomination that has been historically a primarily uh, uh, Anglican yeah. dot denomination. Anglo, not Anglican. <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the morning. My sorry, brother. Out. But you think about, yeah, we're not Anglicans at all, are we? That came out completely <laughs> yeah. wrong, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's all right, brother. That'd be Go. wild. Keep it rolling. Baptist Anglican. That that would be interesting. So, yeah, but the, uh, primarily an Anglo denomination. Um, 
you have, you know, over the past decade or so, 60% of the churches have been planted, have mm. been ethnic churches, have mm-hmm. been diverse churches. And so God's working in a lot of different ways and, and just keeping that kingdom focus, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we want to see. We want to see wow. more churches planted, more, more people come to more. faith in Christ. And so let's keep that kingdom focus as we celebrate the 4th of July. And I think a, a good way to do that when we celebrate the 4th of July is with prayerfulness yeah, as and well. So we talk about this a lot and we talk about it a lot, but we don't do it a lot. I mean, I think about my own life and just the, the need to pray more consistently for my nation. Mm. You know, Paul tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 2 to pray for your leaders. Amen. And that's important, praying for our leaders. It's a scriptural mandate to pray for our leaders, for our nation, that we can live quiet and peaceful lives because as, as we live quiet and peaceful lives, it, it helps the gospel to go forth. But but also, man, just think about this time that we're in praying for our churches. Mm, amen. Praying for our churches amen. to be able to stand it. firm for the sake of the gospel. Praying for our churches to love Jesus and walk with Jesus and to make Jesus known in difficult days. I mean, um, yeah, so as you, as you gather... And have your 4th of July. So we're, we're done with 4th of July. We had our Sunday night. That's what I love about our fireworks celebration. Well, we are going to have four, we're gonna have watermelon yeah, and hot know, dogs. I don't know what we're doing. I'm preaching Sunday night. I have the opportunity, which is going to be yeah. fun, to preach at the Brazilian church on our campus. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a blessing. So I've got between now and Sunday night to learn Portuguese. <laughs> That's going to be a, that's going to be be a challenge, right? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'll have a translator. I'll be fine. But anyway, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, for, for, for my family, because we have such an outstanding fireworks celebration mm-hmm. here in Northwood, I, have, I feel no obligation to take them anywhere else. Right. Neither can't do top I. It. We're can't done. Can't top it. We're, We're done. done. But all that to say, for many of you listening, you are going to have some uh, gatherings with family, with friends. Mm-hmm. You're going to shoot all fireworks in your backyard, or you're going to go see a show somewhere and, and, and enjoy that. As you enjoy that, give thanks to God. Amen. Be realistic about our nation. Have that kingdom focus. And and, and maybe it be wise for you this 4th of July to spend some time in prayer. I was going to say pray for our nation. Just pray for your nation. I pray just read 2 Chronicles 7, 14 mm-hmm. this morning. You know, Give my so. people hum themselves. You know, and just, it's my people. It's yeah. not, you know, we're always worried about the world. Yeah. It's my people. Yeah, absolutely. Amen, brother. Well, this has been great. Appreciate uh, you just kind of getting us focused back where we need to be and uh, just uh, get us ready as we look forward to next week. Absolutely. I hope this has been helpful for you today. I hope you're encouraged by what you have heard. And if it has been helpful and you are encouraged, go ahead and uh, leave us a five-star rating. That helps us get word about our podcast out to the masses. Um, write a review that's helpful as well hit that subscribe button so you have new content delivered to your device every single week and as always we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life